You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. That's right. Give it to me. Shimmy it up. Give it to me, Jake. Oh, yeah. It's not, I'm t- it's not I'm really shimmy out of my It's not really shimmy music, point. but we well, can no. still do it. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another recap of the new normal at After Buzz TV for you. This is episode 10, season 1, The XY Factor. Great, great episode. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. I'm Jackie Borowski. Hi, I'm Jake Dupree. And I'm Tara Johnson. And live in the studio, we have special, special lovely guest, Stacey Lawrence. Ah, yes. She is here. She she had a little little part in the episode tonight as Kate. Um, Hilarious. Thank you. Drinking wine. Mm -hmm. Watching a football game. (laughs) Everybody should do that. Absolutely. Texting. Texting. Uh, before we get any further, was it actual wine? It was apple juice. Damn it. Oh, I know. Lame. So that. lame. We can all dream that someday, <laughs> someday they will spike the drinks. You know, <laughs> hey, it could happen. Um, so we are going to talk about the episode, and then we're going to interview Stacy and get all of her insight and fun facts about filming the show and what happened. The Can't juice. wait. And of course, we're going to be talking with her throughout the show as well. So we are going to get into our first topic, which was finding out the gender of a baby and why people say that they don't care, although we all know that they really do. I mean, let's be real. Right. right? What, what do you guys, if you, would you want to find out? Yes. Yes? Yes. Why? Um, just out of curiosity, I'm not one of those people that is very good with surprises. So I'm one of those people that uh, if I know my Christmas presents are in Closet X, I will open Closet X, dig through all the presents, then act surprised on Christmas. Okay. Interesting. I would not want to be surprised because there's a lot of decor to plan, a lot of outfits to plan. So totally. we got to get on this. Boy or girl. Wait until it pops out and I look down. Mm-mm. Really? Absolutely. I feel like I would do the same thing, but I know my neuroses would kick in and I would want to know like how to decorate and what clothes to buy. Stacy has a daughter. And did you, you, you found out. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. And I will next time find out early, earlier than is medically possible if I can. <laughs> yeah. I know. Absolutely. Because you have to have a, a registry and people are going to buy you gifts. Good and point. I don't want a bunch of orange, yellow, green, and brown gifts. And I don't. <laughs> want to return everything. That's good. such a good point. Yeah. You're making you me change. Plan. You're making me change my mind. Mm-hmm. Not me. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sticking with She things. wants an orange I, present. I, <laughs> I mean, after the kid is born, I'm going to know from then on. I mean, can I have a yeah. little surprise, a little mystery? You can't. No, and that's you what can they have all the orange presents you want. You can. Yeah. Brown, yeah. All the yellow. Like yellow. Orange, as a matter of fact. What, what, did, what did Brian call it? Uh, jaundice? Jaundice. This jaundice room. And that's what they kind of talked about in this episode. They were basically like, you know, uh, uh, David is a doctor, and he says that he gets the joy of telling people every day what they're going to have. And he knows that they say they don't care what's the quote. We don't care as long as it's healthy. How many times have we all heard that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's true. Clearly, you just want a healthy baby. But deep down inside, everybody has an expectation or a preference. And clearly here, we're not surprised. Brian wanted a girl, and David wanted a boy. And... um I thought I actually kind of thought it was cute when they were showing the the expectant couples in the room <laughs> and reacting to like the sex of the baby and like mm-hmm. getting like oh we don't care you know as long as it's healthy and then the mom or the dad would be like you could see their reaction like <laughs> shoot but it, here here's my take on that though I there I I love the show because of the walls that it breaks but it it started to be too conventional to me as far as gender stereotypes for this episode which is something that bothered me because you're watching the reactions of the couple and there's not you're looking at them and you're like there doesn't seem to be one woman who's excited to have a boy or one man who's excited to have a girl and I do know people in my daily life who have been vice versa yeah and I will say I I did catch that too but it was for not an obvious reason with the father when he found out that he he was having a girl you would think it was because he wants a boy to play sports with but I got the feeling that that character that actor was reacting because he was like oh damn, I don't want to have to protect this little girl growing up like I'm nervous about the boy issue, was what I read from it, which I think maybe stereotypically you would think, oh man, he wants someone to play sports with or whatever. Right. Yeah. But yes, they were kind of stereotypical with it. But then again, they do that a lot in the show. They throw out those stereotypes that people you know, have issues with or that people still believe and that are old school trains of thought and well, usually they address it, though. And that yeah. was that I, I think that was my problem. Usually they, you know, they try to address they try to address it head on. And my problem was, is you have these two guys who have these very stereotypic views of their children. Like if I have a girl, it's going to want to play dress up. If I have a boy, it's going to want to play baseball. Right. What if you have kids that are that are like like Brian, like Brian? But I think they kind of touched on that when they were in the bedroom and um David was hanging up the curtains that Goldie made and they were blue. And he started to say, I can start to make this room a lot less gender neutral and I can hang these blue curtains up because now we know it's a boy and look at these baseballs and look at this mitt. And I think Brian touched on it. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said, why does it have to be like that? You don't have to start putting boy stuff around the room. It's not always like that. This is how I was. He kind of, I think he did kind of touch on what you're saying, which, you know, I mean, that's what I took from that scene. But in the, yes, but in the end, I don't, I don't know, I feel they kind of, like, wrote back into the stereotype where, you know, he's trying to, like, coach the boys' game, or he does, like, he tries to do boy activities with the boys. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, like, I've always viewed this show to be, it plays into the stereotype and then takes it to the extreme, so mm-hmm. I expected the woman, when she found out she was having a girl to be over, you know, mm-hmm. over the moon and then the guy to just obviously be, well, you know, cringing. So that, I, that's how I normally see the show. Yeah. So I didn't expect the switch up. I understand what you're saying, but I, I expected exactly what we saw. Right. What I mean, I that's the most, I mean, that's, it's probably the most obvious way that a 
the parenting episode can go of choosing a gender for your mm-hmm. child. I think that that's that's what I expected too. I wasn't shocked at all to see that happen. But I do agree with you. I think that you know, since this is the new normal, that it should be, you know, different things, right. different should, types of parenting. Someone should have said, hey, if you have a girl, she might like baseball. Yeah. Right. My sister played basketball. And, like, I, well, Brian's sister apparently was a, a linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, so are they suggesting play? that she is a lesbian? Well, that would be a stereotype now, wouldn't it, I Jake? Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There you go. Um, you, yeah, I mean, come. the show plays with lots of stereotypes, right. and this was one of them. And, yes, it was a little obvious, but that I think that, that the saving grace of that was that, that scene. Totally. Where they kind true. of, you yeah. know. True. I feel like the bigger message with the whole gender selection thing was the f- how it really is a fear-based thing. Mm-hmm. Our okay. reaction to having a certain gender is all based on fear. He was afraid that he would be the dad that his dad was. I remember when I found out that my daughter was a girl, there was a part of me that wasn't disappointed was more like, oh, no, because I remembered the teenager I was to mm-hmm. my parents, mm. and I thought, oh, my gosh, I have 10 years with her until she hates me. And, I, you know, I thought, God, if I had a boy, he's going to love me forever, and right. my girl, I'm going to lose her at 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, 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 and so, really, I think all that gender thing is more about the fear of, oh, it's going to be like this. Oh, it's a girl. She's going to have a harder time with whatever. Or, yeah. you know, I think it's more... I think you're you're hun- fear. Yeah, you're 100% right and just because somebody is a girl or relates more to the female as Brian would in this case relates more to the female side of things and and David is the the masculine, you know, half of this pair. You relate to what you are. So a woman would relate to having a girl and you have fears about losing them or or connecting with them and maybe not connecting if you have a boy because you're a woman or whatever. So yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what they touched on. Your fear specifically was about She's going to hate me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, and here they kind of touched on that too and that's a really good point. Stacy, like Brian said, I don't want to be, I don't want to have the relationship with him like my dad and I had, we had nothing to talk about except right. for TV. And you, the dogs run but to he you. he memorized the TV guy. He memorized the TV guy. Really that. That. that was one of my favorite. That was really That was cute. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he was afraid because the dogs run to him and he just didn't want to be the odd man out, he said. Right. And so, but yeah, it's, of course, it was all fear based mm-hmm. until they talked it out and discovered, you know, you just you never know what you're going to get. Well, then you look at other models, you know, like I, I think now about all my friends who have such a close relationship with their parents and their mm-hmm. moms. And I go, OK, that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me. Yeah. yeah. OK. And then what you expect. Yeah. I yeah. just have to ask, Stacey, since you have a little girl. Yes. And normally girls are daddies girls mm-hmm. was that any type of fear for you to say oh my gosh I'm gonna have a daddy's girl I'm gonna be left I'm gonna be the odd yeah man. yeah yeah definitely that's what I mean is I feel like I only have a very limited amount of time and so I breastfed her as long as possible <laughs> oh, keep her connected right you know I'm the only one that can do it daddy <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. So, but you know we're, we're running out of that so <laughs> it's about time to yeah yeah well yeah. you know I think that of course there's certain things that each person, regardless of your gender, can offer a child. And sometimes it has to do with your gender. Sometimes it just has to do with who you are and how you connect to people. And clearly, you know, they were figuring out in this episode how they were going to connect to the child. And I think they went obvious at first, like you said. Right. Uh, he's going to connect to you because you're the more masculine person in, the, in this relationship. And how am I going to fit in? You know, as Brian was thinking. But, you know, they're also showing a lot of this with Shania. You know, how they work, how they work with... A, a girl or a boy or a child or whatever in that case and Shania 
had a nice, interesting little performance this episode. Which you guys, I died <laughs> I when she came her. out. I love her. I just, I love her. She's my, I like I said last time, she's my favorite character, There's, and Cher is like my favorite gay icon. <gasps> so not only was she little Edie, but now she's uh, Cher. I was like, no. And you, you know they're gonna pick like the gay icons to come through this, like. You know, it's just it's gonna be like the cycle plays and the you know with who's next the, within the cast. Gaga's Did gotta we have be Babs in, in the last one. No, Barbara Streisand, yeah. Bette Midler, Bette, Bette, Bette Midler. Well, is, is Shannon Doherty now a gay icon? No, no. Tori Spelling. <laughs> Tori Spelling would be yeah. Tori Spelling. from nine hundred two and zero. It would be Tori, Tori Spelling. Spelling, and yeah. we do need to touch on the fact that Shannon Doherty had like a line. She had time, you know, while she was getting her online degree to stop and you do. guys, uh-huh. what is happening? Hey, you do what gets you hey, paid. I understand. <laughs> and that culinary career has yeah. to be put on hold. Okay, oh <laughs> you guys. I was. I, I mean. Hey. I was a little shocked. Was but like, we all loved her. We all, that that era, we all loved her. And so it was like, it really was bringing back a a pop culture totally. icon. Yeah, I mean, for our generation, yeah. for sure, we grew up watching her. And and David touched upon that saying, I was, thought I was going to marry Brenda from 90210. <laughs> and he, I like that he specifically references, he doesn't say Shannon Dorton. No, no. He Brenda Walsh. Brenda, Brenda. Walsh yeah. from 90210. <laughs> wait, isn't it really Kelly? Was it really Brenda Walsh or was it Kelly from 90210? Oh, See, that but was Brenda like the, was like the small town girl next door. So if you're like if you're mm. like the small town person, you want like a Brenda. Okay. But if you're like the 90210 person, you want a Kelly. And Kelly and she did like coke and stuff. She had some issues. But wow. Kelly was way prettier than <laughs> Brenda. I love Kelly, but okay. Yeah, no, I always wanted to be Kelly, but everyone always made me be. Um, uh, not Donna. No. Andrea? Andrea. Because oh, I had glasses. No. So everyone made worst. me be Andrea all that the time. Sucks. I was like, why do I have to be Just because I have glasses. I don't want to be Andrea. I'm not the Andrea. <laughs> that means you age well, though, because Andrea is like 35. I know, right? 16-year-old. Still, there it sucked go. when I was 12 and I just wanted to be Kelly. <laughs> Everyone did kind of look up to Kelly, though, I will say. But anyway, back to Shannon Doherty. I just can't believe she had that little... I was very shocked. I wanted to see a little more, I'm going to be honest. That's true. I wanted to see her, like hit somebody I'm or do so something. glad that Ryan Murphy I feel like this is a trend of his to bring back these like random people and he gives them their like yeah, moment for Terry a second yeah. a second Sherry moment Sherry O'Terry had like two lines that or was, whatever it yeah. was well I she really, had a little bit more than Shannon but she oh, had she that scene with uh, Andrew Reynolds was classic when they were going back rapid when fire when she like flipped her hair yeah. Instagram or oh, whatever yeah. let yeah. me Instagram yeah. this hold on that was, <laughs> oh my god that was so good um, yeah you know I I loved Shania I loved her share impersonation. She did the like, hey guys. Cool. She did the voice. Yeah. She licked her lips little. <laughs> she, huh. she had the Indian headdress. She I was, was like, fantastic. Native American headdress. Sorry. Oh. Native American headdress. That was the problem with this. Is that the school <laughs> had an issue with the song that she picked to sing? She was assigned I have friends who. I'm sorry. I, I was not trying to be offensive. No, I do. I have friends know. who say both. We know. Um, her assignment was to pick a woman in history that was like influential and they were going to go with like Susan B. Anthony or something but of course Brian thought that was boring and he's like we'll think of something so she comes out it's a shock to us all she's Cher she walks down the middle of the audience the (laughs) feather headdress she does a little speech and she starts singing the song Half Breed 
with backup dancers mm-hmm. with the band. And yeah. Full band. And full I love band. I love in her speech that she said that movies like burlesque. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes! Okay. What? Like not, not any the of mask. Not yeah. the mask. What happened to the mask? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's Moonstruck. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Or even mermaids, but I thought the mask, they should have thrown the mask. For sure. Or things that she was nominated for an Academy Award. Maybe. Yeah, no big Maybe. deal. NBD. Hmm. But um the school had an issue with her singing that song and this led Goldie to say you know what I want to be a lawyer and I'm going to go and I'm going to fight I'm going to put my lawyer suit on which she had to fix a little because she's pregnant Mm -hmm. and she went in and sort of did this mock trial in the office and um, quote end quote quote end quote how cute was that (laughs) pacing back and forth with like the triangle hands I love that the triangle hands we call those hosting hands vagina hands vagina hands All right. You heard it here first. I've, I've heard it too. Vagina hands. <laughs> Don't ever do it on camera. It looks like a vagina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you just did it. Well, but I For did it to demonstrate, not because. No, thank you, Martin. <laughs> Martin, you're on it tonight, Martin. Oh, it's Steven. Oh, sorry. Steven. You know what, Steven? That's your payback, Steven, and you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's an inside joke. So, um, (laughs) to be fair, we can't see the people in the booth, so we just create an identity for them. I I was calling him Martin. It was my fault, and it's Stephen. Natalie calls him Dan. I don't think there is a Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, so so so. Shania usually teaches a lesson in the episode, and I was kind of like, "What's the lesson in this?" And then at the end, I was a little slow. We figured out that Goldie discovers what she really wants to do with her life and they kind of wrapped up the episode talking about letting go and learning just to expect the unexpected and Goldie's looking through all of Shania's costumes because Shania always does something crazy with her leaf Love costume her. and she was when she was the, the pilgrim. Amish pilgrim, pilgrim or whatever yeah. <laughs> and um, she I think we're we're all predicting that she decides she wants to be a costume designer seamstress and um, we had a little awesome prediction that came from uh, our crew here saying we're not really predicting right now but <laughs> we're she, faux predicting this is a faux predi- this is a pre-pre-prediction um, that she might end up doing some costume designing for Brian's show, show. Or, or Brian sing for sing, sing. Right. Not Glee. So, sing. Sing. Yeah. But sing. there's a difference. Um, so, yeah. So, we will see when that happens, and we'll get into our predictions and all of that. But we have lovely Stacy sitting here, and we have just we just have to ask her questions. <laughs> Absolutely. We're just dying. Dying. Fire away. So, who does, does somebody, does somebody have a burning, burning question? They just must know anything about the show. Yeah, I, I will say one thing about the show. I was a little disappointed there was no NeNe Leakes, no Rocky situation going on. No Which, Ellen Barkin. No, Nana. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think I can only stomach Nana once in a while, though. I love Nana. Nana. But Nini was not on set, right? No. Because I wanted to ask what shoes she had on set. But you were bringing Real Housewives, I think, with your character a little bit, with the Pinot Grigio. Yeah, a little bit. And a trench coat. A little bit. I think so. I think that was a Ramona. A Ramona moment, wasn't it? Real Housewives of NYC. Yeah. Um, Okay, I feel like when I watch the show, I think that it seems like they have so much fun like the cast and you know how you can get that rapport sometimes when you see like a play or you watch a TV show or a movie and you feel like that cast like all the Adam Sandler movies you feel like oh gosh they must just have so much fun on set did was that I mean I you were out you know on yeah no the energy I was it was fun to watch the episode having 
read the script first and yes. then being there in person. It really is the same energy. Everyone okay. is very calm and very loving and friendly. I mean, we sat and talked to Andrew the entire time, just about normal stuff. Talked to Justin, Bartha. I know. I love you. You know, he's from <laughs> Michigan. We had a little conversation because I'm from Michigan. Like, everyone was just very... It was family. You know, the the stars of the show knew the crew, obviously. Everyone was just, they were all talking. They were talking about holiday breaks and what they were doing. And it was just really nice. And then, of course, you know, this little football team is there. Oh, Aww. of course. And the first AD, who's in charge of them and directing them, I mean, he is out there. He was in his element. You could tell he knew exactly what he was doing. And he was happy. He Aww. was coaching these kids Aww. playing football. And That's uh, cute. It was just, everyone was just so happy to be there. So that vibe is real, then? That's what we're really yeah, watching? That's okay. what you see. Okay. That's 100%. good. Awesome. I knew yep. it. Yep. So there, I felt it... very welcome there. and Good. Very much. Awesome. How long did it take to film? We were done by, uh, his 7 o'clock call, and we were done by 2. Wow. And I think, I think the second we jumped in the van, it was a downpour. They had one more shot to do with those kids. And uh, I think it was like the, the close-up, the huddle stuff. Yeah. They, I'm sure they had to wait till the rain because it was a downpour the minute we were done. Wow. So, And they weren't done. We were done. But, yeah. Right. Any yeah. ad-libbing in the scene? Everyone strictly by the no, book or you know, No. We were, it was strictly by the book. You know, I noticed, obviously, some lines were cut from some, you know, some of the football stuff. But, of course, they got to tighten all that up. But, no, it was, it was by the book. It was much sort of, you know, as an actor, you go in and you have all these thoughts about what your line's going to be, you know. And then it's like, yeah, just spit it out. Yeah, okay. You know, just yeah. say your life. It's just much more, it's just simple yeah. and fun and, you know, um, just trying to keep it real because yeah. I think for something like this, it's so funny that your instinct could be to really be campy with it mm-hmm. and it's very real. And so that was, you know, it's kind of funny. Like when I had the audition, I was going, getting ready to go to the audition and I said to my husband, I just, it doesn't feel like me, whatever. I'm just going to do it. But this is not me. Like I'm the person who's like, I'm totally against texting, no texting and driving. Don't text when you're in the presence of other people. Like I'm totally against it. I'm just, I'm not a snob. I'm not, ugh, I don't even know what a Brentwood mom is. <laughs> and so it was just funny. That, that was your like Kate, the Brentwood mom. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So that was me like going into the audition. Like, ugh, I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe yeah, maybe there's I a part of you that really is in your snob. favor. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Tap clearly. Snob. Yeah. There you go. I think we've broken through. I loved it. To the truth. Oh, thanks. It was so good. Well, it was fun, and I love the actress I work with, Emily Kozlowski. Um, she is awesome. She was on. She was in Les Mis on Broadway. Like <gasps> oh, she's wow. like this amazing singer and actress. So, and did she know Andrew at all? Did their paths ever cross on Broadway? They. I don't know that they knew each other, but they were talking a lot about so and so and this, and okay. they really had right. that rapport back yeah. and forth. Yeah. And, so that was really cool. <laughs> they were definitely musical theater people, which I am not. Well, but you you have studied theater and you've been involved in theater so yes, musical I'm not allowed to sing in front of anyone <laughs> <laughs> well she does a mean Beastie Boys rap let me tell you that, that's S- rapping though that's much different <laughs> much different <laughs> hit it break it out oh no no it's- no no Brass monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another time. It's so what you want, but we'll get into yeah. that. Yeah, oh, totally gotta, different. Gotta get some of that. <laughs> yeah, gotta get some of that. What was the costume situation like? Choosing clothes was it? Well, you know, we were cast very late. We auditioned on, I want to say, Tuesday, got the part Wednesday night, and was shooting Thursday morning. Wow. So it was very last minute, come to Paramount immediately, literally, wow. and bring everything you own was literally the call. 
So I was like, cool. So I walked in with so much stuff. I ended up wearing my own skinny jeans. Nice. I was very grateful. Yes, they were stretchy. So that was good. Good. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just the uh, it was it was so, you know the costume designers. I'm just so impressed with them always. It really is like getting a free stylist. Oh yeah. You see how they put stuff together, and I was, I'm always like, I would never do that. And then I'm checking tags. Is this current H and M? Okay. You know, and I'm like going out and buying. And your yellow shoes, those were cute. They were yellow. Amazing. Those are the Gap. The top of the Gap. The trench coats, the Gap, all current right now. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Emily was obsessed with my shoes, too. There's like, I have to go get them. you You could probably go on Amazon and buy all that. I bet. Oh, uh, look at that. Amazon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just segueing. No, Transition. we're just, yeah. Great, great segue. So, um, Amazon, if you want to go on to afterbuzztv.com, you can click on the Amazon banner and do your holiday shopping through Amazon because it gives us a kickback. Mm-hmm. And if you like After Buzz TV um, and want to support us, we would appreciate if you gave us a kickback and you can, by shopping on Amazon. And you can seriously get anything on the Amazon. Yeah, it's just material. like normal yeah. shopping on Amazon. We buy everything on Amazon. Right? right? Literally, we buy everything on Amazon. Right. Yeah. Amazon Literally. Prime is the best. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because it's like free shipping. You just, mm-hmm. all you have to do is click. You're not, like, you're not paying us money. It's just... It's one just click. Just clicking on the Just link. go to AfterBuzz TV first, then click on the banner, which now Stacy will do when she's doing all of her shopping. Totally. Every, well, and all of my household items. Everything. Christmas shopping, my, household, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. We thank you in advance. That's Stacey. right. Mm-hmm. We thank you in advance. That's right. <laughs> and also, while you're on the internet, you can go to iTunes and you can rate and comment what you see on this lovely, lovely show we provide for you. It keeps the lights on here. We love to hear what you guys have to say. And we listen to your comments and we take it all to heart so okay we don't take all of it to heart well no but i mean we (laughs) we we listen to the good and the bad is what i'm saying and we love to hear what you have to say and start a combo tell a friend yeah talk to it only takes a minute it it's very easy five stars technology is very quick these days folks so just a click and a click and ba-bam and we You're have done. other shows, too. If oh this gosh. is the only show yes. you watch, you should check out our other shows. Other Tons of other shows. What do you guys host? Real know. Housewives of Miami. That's right, Jake. Tara. Mm-hmm. Juliana and Bill and Houston's On Our Own. Wow. <laughs> I just finished RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, but we're back for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5 mm. in nice. January. Love that. You so can catch excited. me here and at Nashville, too. So tune in, rate and comment. Five stars. I'm sorry. It's like it's happening. I just keep, I just keep repeating it. Um, it'll happen. Yes. And let us know what you think of our lovely guest, Stacy, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy, also, she. I'm like, don't tell me what you're saying. You don't have to read it, but we read. Um, Stacy, also, not only is she an actress, but she is also the CEO, one of the CEOs, right? Correct? Of Sure. Is that why? Yeah, you're being I mean, we all, you know, yeah, we're an LLC, so you know, we oh, okay, really those kind of titles. But we're partners and yes. co-founders and producers of Flash Mob America. You guys all know what flash mobs are, don't you? If a flash mob happens in LA, well, anywhere really in the world, anywhere in the country, and yeah, it's this woman right here that puts it on. Get it? You yeah. right? Okay, yeah. you've organized yeah. a couple of famous flash mobs, like the one on. Um, Modern Family. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we've had some really cool opportunities. You know, we, you know, my partner, Conroe Brooks, and I, we're both in the entertainment industry. We're both actors, filmmakers. You know, we both have that kind of thing going on. And it really sort of happened, I can't really say by accident, but it really just sort of happened 
by accident. Kinda we did. did yeah. We did a tribute to Michael Jackson after he passed away, really just for fun. We felt like we had to do something to celebrate him, and we did a big old flash mob, and it got international attention. And we were hired by Janet Jackson's record label to do one for her. She showed up. And it was like instant around the world, just press and craziness. We formed a company overnight because <laughs> it was like, oh, someone's going to, we got to save this, you know. <laughs> um, my husband picked our name, you know, he started buying up domains. Like, what do you think of Flash Mob America? Good, buy it, done. <laughs> and it was literally overnight. And we, it's been three years and we haven't stopped since. We've done over 150 Flash Mobs all over the country. We just did one in Singapore. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, we did um, Modern Family, Kimura, uh, The Bachelorette. Uh, we've done Rachel Ray three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we have another one coming up soon, but it's a secret. Ooh, can't uh, wait. New Normal, out. you need a flash mob. Yeah, they yeah. really oh, do. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you a little fun New Normal story. Yes. Uh, I showed up on set, and the second AD, I was like, I know you. And we, st- and I, you know, we started naming other TV shows and, and she started naming them. I'm like, I don't, I haven't been on those shows. And I'm like, are you sure it wasn't modern family? She's like, nope. Are you sure? It wasn't the flash mob episode. And she was like, ah, you're the choreographer. I'm like, well, not really, but sure. And she's like, oh my God. And she starts telling everyone on set that I'm flash mob America, uh, you which are. is just hilarious. Yeah. You know, to a certain degree, <laughs> Conroe and I, and she's going crazy. I show up on set and I've got a two room. Which is a trailer upgrade. Nice. For no, you know, of course, like, there's no reason other than she's like, don't tell anybody. (gasps) Because of Flash Mob America, I got a sick trailer. That's awesome. (laughs) It was just a little, like, you know, threw it over. No way. Yeah. Did you try and invite the cast in the trailer with you? (laughs) Well, I just sat there thinking, I wish there was more I could do. (laughs) You get in there and it's empty. It's like, well, there's a radio and there's a television and I have to go to set. And then the next time you're there, you're changing your clothes and going out. But I had like a full bathroom. I was like, I got to use this thing. Oh, that's how I would have been. I would have been like, is there lotion in here? What (laughs) can I do? Usually, I have to say, usually when I work, they're like, don't use the toilet. That thing doesn't work. This one, the first thing I said was, does that thing work? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And the shower works? He's like, uh, yeah. You're like, I'm going to take a quick shower. (laughs) Flash mobs. Let's go. (laughs) You made it. That was your moment. Uh, You're like, look, I made it. My toilet works. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Seriously. I I literally, like, I wanted to bring friends over. Oh, I would have totally come. I know. That would have been great. Did you take pictures, Instagram, everything? You know, I only took a picture of, like, my door with my name on it, just like Kate. Um, I was so excited excited that I was in there changing and realized I never shut the blinds. But Aww. I don't think I don't think the, the football players were tall enough to see. So <laughs> Daisy. I know. I was too excited. Trying to get a bigger trailer. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Give me a three room next I mean, time. Come That's on. Awesome. It was a nice it was a nice random perk for blending the flash mobbing and the acting in that's one. so awesome that's well you've, you've been able to blend it before like you said on modern family and yeah. you know you guys have have been on tv we've had some cool opportunities yeah so right, i have awesome. a flash mob question for you yeah so for all those people out there who just you know bless their heart cannot get the choreography yeah. do you strategically pay, place them in the back or in a particular place how do you handle those you know people? what we do i mean our motto is joy through surprise right our whole thing is about creating joy for people that's it. And giving people that moment, whether they're the recipient or the participant, that moment of joy. And maybe they always wanted to perform or be creative or step out of their shell and they never had the opportunity. So 
their just being there is such a big deal to us. What we will do is we will strategically, they might not start the dance, okay. right? And we tell them this. We say, listen, go for it. Don't be afraid. We promise if you screw up, we're not using the footage. Yeah. You know, we've got cameras all over the place. The camera's on you. It's human nature. You're going to mess up because the camera's on you. We'll cut to somebody else, you know. And sometimes, sometimes there are flash mobs where they want step up four. Okay, well, then you have to hire all professionals, mm-hmm. you know. And th- there's two different things. There's hiring professional performers to do a flash mob. And then there's the all-for-one, loving, joyful community. That's really what we... And you guys do both t- sometimes, too. You, the dance will start off with professionals, and then the flash mobbers will come mm-hmm. in and, and join yep. and make it a bigger crowd. Yeah, but on the same token, we really love to give people who are not performers. It, that's really what it's about, is giving them their moment. So we've had people that aren't great dancers start. We've given them a little skit. Yeah. We've given them their moment because... Who cares? Exactly. There's nothing at stake other than their happiness. It's like, just go. And we promise we'll cut to an audience member being surprised if you screw up. It doesn't matter. I've had the joy of being part of the flash mobs, and it is totally just relaxed. It's not like, if you mess up on that move. And and usually the choreography is very, like... User friendly, would I say? It's simple Simple. and repetitive. And it's like anybody could do it. You just want to go out there and have fun. And if you mess up, oh, well, I've messed up before and I have dance training. So it's so they're so fun. I've led them, led them and completely skipped an entire section. And everyone's going, what is she? I'm just like (laughs) out there completely screwing the whole thing up. They're they're so fun. (laughs) If you haven't done one, you have to. What's the website we can find all that information? Flashmobamerica.com. Guys, awesome. I'm telling you. Let's do it That's, after buzz. You, we should. Let's. Well, yeah, we have, you know, we have them all. Sure. Yes. We have them all over the country, especially right now. We have a ton. Um, but if you're in Southern California, we have one this Saturday, and we're surprising uh, foster kids. There's thousands of foster Aww. kids for their holiday party. So. That's really yeah. cool. That's yeah, they work yeah. a lot with charities, too, Flash Mob That's America, awesome. and it's awesome to give back in that sense. I have to ask you one as we wrap up here. I love dancing and performing and in flash mobs it's like it's it's such a high but each type of performance whether you're on stage which you have a lot of experience doing or on TV and film or a commercial or flash mobbing dancing they're all such a different performance high if you will like Mm -hmm. which one really do you feel like just the most in your element at is that or is it hard to say because they're all so different. I think I always thought well acting is something that I chose and pursued and have worked really hard for and haven't had the easiest time. I definitely don't feel like that any sort of career has been handed to me at, at any, you know, it's hard work and when it when I get a job, it's such a feeling of accomplishment and joy and excitement to share with my family. Flash mobbing, I now realized is it's more of the giving back mm-hmm. that is the high. Even if I'm participating, wow. it's the giving of it. Mm-hmm. And also, I always, before Flash Mob America, I always called being a dancer the dream that got away. That was the dream that got away. The thing I really wanted to do but had to make a decision and it wasn't really happening and acting was definitely the thing. And now I'm dancing on television and I never would have been, I, I'm being honest, I can't compete with professional dancers. I'm not that kind of dancer. I'm a fun dancer at the club. Yeah. You know, um, but 
so it's a dream. It's a dream. It literally is a dream come true. It's that's that perfect blend of giving back to people and the little dream that got away. You know what's interesting is that what you're saying actually ties into the episode. Yes. Because um, the mm-hmm. Goldie's character thinks she wants this one thing, and then she, along the way, has discovered that she fell in love with something else. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and she says at the end, it's not. Or not her. The voiceover right, says um, it, it may not be what you expected, but it's something even better. Yeah. So yeah. you might have had your vision on this thing, and then you discovered along the way something that is even more amazing. I could never have set out. I mean, I tried to do it as an actor, and I could never have set out as who knows. But to set out as a dancer and say, "I'm going to get on Modern Family, and I'm going to dance on a bunch of reality shows, and I'm going to bring joy to thousands of people, and that's my goal." I really don't believe it would have happened. There's, There's no just way, a yeah. certain amount of allowing in the world that you have to let go of. Let go and learn to expect the unexpected. Exactly. The lesson of the episode. That's right. Um, well, before we get into our news and gossip and our pr- quick predictions, where uh, give us your like social media contacts, like Twitter handle and... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were going to ask where you can see me next. And also, that, too. that we're getting to. <laughs> I have a to. question about yes. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, my personal Twitter is uh, Shugro, S-H-U-G-R-O. It's the nickname my husband gave me. <laughs> and uh, Flash Mob America is just at Flash Mob America. Okay, good. And then Facebook is uh, official Stacey Lawrence and Flash Mob fan page. Okay. What, how do you spell your Twitter again? Shugro, S-H-U-G-R-O. Okay, good. Yes. And you and and we can see you next on 1600 Pen, right? Yes, I have a very small recurring role as one of the president's assistants on 1600 Pen. I play Casey Bill Pullman's junior assistant. Love it. Nice. That's awesome. Fun. And I, being on that show, did you get to share the experience with Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad who were in Book of Mormon together starring opposites? Did you share like I didn't realize because again, I oh, don't follow true. musical theater at all. And so and I had no idea. And so I'm talking to Andrew and I guess I should have done my homework, you know, because he was telling the story of how he essentially got discovered for the new normal Mm -hmm. through the Book Book of Mormon. Mormon. Ryan Murphy was in the audience, I Mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just, he was like, well, yeah, Josh and I, oh, and I was like, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) A little embarrassing, but I had no idea. And what a funny coincidence that they both starred in that play and I've got to work with them both in the same season. Very cool. Both very amazing, generously kind people. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Oh. When does 1600 Pen come on? 1600 Pen premieres January 10th. So, okay. And that's yeah. when we can see you on that. Yeah. Great. Awesome. She's just all over the place, that Stacey Lawrence. All right. Well, we are going to get into a little uh, news and gossip very quickly. After Buzz TV News. Justin Bartha. <laughs> it's, it's like circled and like. Does it have little big hearts? Little hearts. <laughs> no, I expected it to have hearts. <laughs> Doesn't. But I love him, Justin. If you're watching, <laughs> maybe. Um, so Justin is in a. It's like a, a suspense dramatic thriller movie, um, and it's called The Becoming. And he is alongside actress Rachel Nichols. And basically, it's kind of. Uh, it's a story. I read a little blurb about a couple that's like traveling and they're in the middle of nowhere. They're, they're digging up some family roots, either his or hers. They get, uh, they're in the middle of nowhere and they come across some sort of a, um, evil entity that takes over Justin Bartha's character. But the girlfriend doesn't really know this. So the whole time she's sort of, um, she's, you know, getting manipulated by this half 
her boyfriend half this evil entity and um, he sort of pl- he has these plans to bring her down or whatever the end of the story is but um, it's a Canadian production and that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about um, there's no IMDB page yet so if you guys are trying to find it you might not be able to and it's in post production right now but if you would like more details you can go to thesecretrant.com where I was reading this article about it and um, if you want some more Justin Bartha you can look forward to him we don't know when this premiere date is but I will probably see the movie I'm just saying. Um, Andrew Rannells, also, we always talk about on the show how this is like a parallel to Ryan. His character is like a parallel to Ryan Murphy and how Sing on the show is like Glee. And we came across an article where Ryan Murphy basically says, yeah, it's it's basically it's loosely based on me. And he um, he said some funny things like, uh, well, well, Andrew says it's really kind of fun and we have a lot of similar senses of humor. But he also says he never agrees on the costumes like he's always very embarrassed when he comes out. Andrew, when he comes out on set, like, I really don't want to wear this on set. And then he's like, and imagine if you have to wear this in real life. Like and I go, if I start wearing this on the weekends, there's a problem. That's what he said. And um and Ryan Murphy said, he, you know, if someone, he uh, was quoted saying, if somebody's loosely playing you, you want them to be a much better looking version of you. Um, and the bottom line is uh, he likes somebody with hair playing Aww. him because we know Ryan Murphy's got that <laughs> shaved head. Um, and he also said some nice things about how Andrew is so capable of great and grand comedy and he can just turn on a dime and play the drama. And we saw that tonight mm-hmm. in that scene where he's kind of like, you know, talking about he's insecure about the sun and then suddenly his eyes are welling up with tears. It was so great to see. And I love watching Andrew Reynolds and Justin Bartha. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and also Nini Leaks very quickly uh, an ep- an article in TVGuide.com was talking about how she everyone enjoys watching Nene Leaks because she's always Nene. And how many times do we say that? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she's always herself. her. Yeah. She is so good at being her. She said that when she was on The Real Housewives, the first season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which we know you love, Loop-loop. she felt a very hard in front of the cameras being her. And she's like, took a step back and told herself, look, I can't do this. I just have to be me. And for the, from then on, she was just her. And it's clearly worked because she's been on Glee and now this and everyone loves watching her. So we love Nene. We agree. We love watching her be her. We missed her this episode. Nini's had some drama Nini. this week, though. She had gotten a Twitter war with yes, Kim Zolciak. Wig. Wig. <laughs> Ran a wig. That's what Kim Zolciak is. And I'm really... I'm kind of, I mean, I love their drama. I think, I think they both need to get over it because... Clearly, both their lives are in completely different places. One's having children. One is on national TV. Yeah. Bloop, bloop, blonk, blonk, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, know where I, you know where I stand, what people, was, with Nini. Bloop, bloop, blonk. That's, like, that's Nini's that's okay. <laughs> terms. Bloop, bloop, blonk, blonk, bye. Yeah. Bye. Love it. Well, we love Nini, and we love the new normal. And now we know that Justin Bartha is not 5'4". Right. I would still date him, even if he was 5'4". But he's not, so it's even better. After Buzz TV <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first. Okay, really fast. Let's get into some predictions, shall we? And now you're after you can Buzz shimmy. TV you can shimmy. <laughs> well, I predicted last time that the baby was going to be a boy, didn't I? And you told me it Honestly, was boring. I don't remember. And you told me it was a boring prediction. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I, God, do I do remember, remember that. saying that. Um, I <laughs> am going to steal me. a prediction and say that Goldie is definitely going to start being, she's going to be offered a job being a costume maker, designer for Sing. There you go. 
I predict that they're going to go back to that plot because they kind of dropped it. The plot where um, uh, there was like a custody battle. Yes. Oh, we're going to see Clay again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that this episode will definitely get Shania nominated for an Emmy. Ooh. I will even go there. But bam, I outside love that prediction. Realm, outside the realm of the show. God, you're making me look will bad. Will she sing on the Emmys? Will she do Half Breed? God mm-hmm. can, if there is a God, right? let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love it. love it. I predict that we will see Kate and her character again. Oh, Ooh. I love it. At mm-hmm. all the games. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the Doing games. flash mobs at the games. <laughs> I yeah. want more Kate, too. Go. Right? More okay, Kate? good. Well, we're, where can we find you all? Oh, you can catch me on uh, Twitter at TJ Path to Passion. Please holler at me. I'll holler back. You can follow me at Jake underscore Dupree. Bye. <laughs> Without the bye. Um, at 123 Jackie underscore B, but Jackie is spelled J A C Q U E because my mom hated me. Oh, snap. And Stacy, one more time. Shugro, S H U G R O, and at Flash Mob America. All right. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and my website. Bam, Stacy! Thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you we very enjoyed much. Thank having you. you. Thank you for having me. You were awesome, awesome, and we look you guys forward. Are awesome. You were awesome. No, you were awesome. You. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. I always do. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 